0: Hello and welcome to Trolls of the Two-Ton Bridges or Triple T.B. My name is John and I'll be your Percival Silverlight today Happy Christmas and Happy New Year to all of you lovely, lovely, lovely people out there We hope that it has been a great start to the new year for everybody And uh, everyone's raring to go We at Troll Towers have some treats lined up for you in the next year But you'll just have to wait and see of course you can check out all of our social medias on t-o-t-t-t-b podcast that's t-o-t-t-t-b podcast this week the party continues their search for evidence of eliza's cheating adventure The Log of Percival Silverlight After agreeing to help Merchant Prince Akeneafa find evidence of cheating within the upcoming dino race our party divided so that we may conquer Siliqui, Zippy and Rana made their way to the dino dens of Tiriki Anchorage Their task was to find Eliza and her dinosaur mount, Bone Cruncher. Once located, they may be able to get a better bead on how she's cheating. I imagine it has gone well. Meanwhile, Taban and I are to find Volo, as he may be able to secure us a meeting with more of the Merchant Princes. Adventure.
1: Taban and Percival. 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 Percival, tell them what happened. <laughs> we uh,
0: head over to the tavern. This is, this is what Sean text. No, 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 no. No, no, Shush. You tell,
2: you tell them what oh, happened. Okay, oh, here God.
0: we go. Okay. Well, 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 let's, All right, let's, so, let's see what happens here. So we head over to the tavern. We, we get Taban's stuff. We get a room at the giggling squid mm-hmm. uh, to put his stuff in. Mm-hmm. And then we share a moment is not uncomfortable but it is tense oh my we move in towards each other but tense prevails we shake it off we
3: <laughs>
2: canon
0: that happened all of those
3: things happened. <laughs> it's
2: all
0: true
1: okay fair enough you uh, you have your, uh, your little moment in the giggling squid uh, to ban um, I would like a perception check from you please I didn't know I'd have to roll dice this session yeah what Nah, no, it, took it, it took it took it took a little while, but yeah, I get round to you guys as well. All right, all right, um, I should probably load up my character sheet as well. <laughs> <Hold up.
4: laughs>
1: did you come prepared for this session at all? Sure. I mean, admittedly, what admittedly, you joined the session, and then yeah. we just, I, I just ignored you for the last what? Yeah, I had, I had breakfast. <laughs> yeah. I had breakfast, and then that was it. Had delightful. Yeah, photo. it was yeah. a lovely breakfast. That's all right. One episode, all that John did was went and got himself coffee. <laughs> that was all his character did. Uh,
0: that
2: is a grand total,
0: massive grand total of six of six. Well, wow, you don't see how great my pecs are, then? Yeah, that. you've you've absolutely. In, in fact, actually, to be honest,
1: it's the, it's the pecs that are the problem. You just like, my god, do you do you work <laughs> out? Where do you where do you uh, where do you get your training?
0: Do you even lift, bro? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I lift drink to face. Okay. <laughs> So you notice again—you notice nothing in particular as you're uh, going about and moving your equipment over to a room at the giggling squid. It's quite easy to uh, to set up.
0: So to ban, uh, I don't know if you've had very much contact with the merchant princes.
2: I, I owe owed money to one before, but uh, I think this is now settled.
0: Other than a kenai, now.
2: Uh, DM, would I? Nope, nope.
1: <laughs> beyond beyond seeing them, beyond seeing them at the uh, Colosseum, I suppose I should add,
2: like in the in the stands. I see them at Colosseum like everybody else.
0: Yeah, I see. Okay. Well, you see, we've been uh, asked to uh, help out the Order of the Gauntlet, who are a uh, a crack team of. Um, okay, they're not really a crack team, they're kind of suffering quite badly actually over in the jungle. Um
2: You 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 can see in Taban's face He's he's kinda of lost a little bit of interest that he's picking
0: his teeth. <laughs> but basically, we have to talk to all of the merchant princes, or as many as possible. Yeah. Taban? Yeah. Taban? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Um <laughs> and they are hopefully going to help us get some supplies over to Taban. Are you paying attention to me? Yes. Okay, good. Right. So we have to get us some supplies from the merchant prince. I'm sure you're not actually even looking at me. Look, stop I'm, looking I'm at that. Looking. D- no, stop it. Anyway. Okay. So we have to get some supplies from the Merchant Princes over to where the Order of the Gauntlet actually are. So in two days, we have a meeting with, well, I'm assuming all of the Merchant Princes, which I'm assuming you'll be there for, is that right?
2: Everybody else be there?
0: You certainly will.
2: i go with you.
0: Okay. That sounds good to me. Just don't, you know, stab anybody. I'm sure it'll be all good.
2: I... I do what is my job. You tell me what job is, I'll do this.
0: Okay, so no stabby-stabby at the moment. Okay. Okay. Of course, uh, you know, the other part of this is that we are having to deal with the death curse. Now, what I was thinking was, if we set up a meeting through Volo, who's a lovely chap, you'll love him... He will hopefully be able to set us up meetings with Ifan Talroa and also uh, maybe one of the other uh, merchants. I'm thinking probably uh, Kweothay. Yes. If we can do that before the actual meeting, then maybe we'll be able to get them on side. to, to, to man,
1: <laughs>
0: oh. <It's> man. <laughs> Yes. So per- Percival really isn't used to people just not listening to him. <laughs> really? You've been you've been you've been hanging out with these three for the yeah, for the but last do- year or but so. <laughs> he doesn't notice that they're
4: not listening. He pays no attention to them.
0: <laughs> um, Good point. Good point. <laughs> it's it's a different kind of dynamic suddenly and, and it's it's setting Percival <laughs> off slightly. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Uh, t- okay to ban. Right. So I think you've got it. So we're gonna go in there, but don't mention that we're trying to deal with Eliza and this bone-cruncher dinosaur thing because we don't want them to suspect a thing. Yeah. So we're going to talk to them about the Order of the gauntlets. You want me to talk? No, no, it's okay. I mean, you, you can stand there and look really good on those champion pins of yours. <laughs> I do look good. Look good. Pull some moves. Some scratches underneath his, <laughs> his neck a little bit.
1: It is about this time that you make your way up to <laughs> the Painted Rose and you find yourselves uh, invited in by the guard at the door. It takes a little moment to scan the main room and eventually you spot uh, Volo enjoying what looks to be some sort of gourmet breakfast of some kind. And he sort of, he looks up, sees you, Percival, and there's the recognition a sort of wave as uh, he invites you to come and join him and he says uh, oh why well, hello hello welcome percival silverlight it is a pleasure to meet you once again he brings your yes, hand yes it is a pleasure and, uh, yes. and, and company oh wait
2: is it taban the famous gladiator yes i am famous gladiator oh i told you, you would
1: like him fabulous ah oh, <laughs> do you know what i saw your last battle against the um yes. oh what was it the 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 other gladiator oh what was his name oh it's Ah, barely important, but the way you took him down with the, yeah. with the, with the blunt end of your liquor very, that was very stunning, very
0: stunning, move, good sir. Andre the Midget. You know, not
2: many people <laughs> able to pull off moves like that, but Tobar is very good. And, uh, well, please, uh, pull up pull up a
1: chair, okay. gents. pull up a chair. Uh, waitress, waitress, please, uh, are you hungry? Do you want to drink?
0: What, what, what can I get you? O- yes. On, on me, of course. Yes. Ah, lovely. Thank you very much, Velo. Absolutely delightful. The uh, waitress
1: brings over some drinks for you as uh, Volo continues this sort of uh, this 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 run of both praise for your gladiatorial fights, Taban, and uh, Percival's Percival's many uh, um, uh, writing accomplishments. And he eventually <laughs> says, "So, what?" What can I do for you gentlemen today yeah
4: Percival's writing accomplishments as opposed to Percival's adventures
1: <laughs> what can I do for
2: you gentlemen today is
4: yeah. is there anything i
1: can uh, i can do
2: anything you'd like? Yes, I would like you to talk more about how good a fighter I am
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I would certainly uh I would certainly be here for uh for quite some time not not as long perhaps as uh, talking about the adventures of the it's a, it's a silver silverlight here but uh Certainly, I will sing your praises. Though you must excuse me, I do have other things in my uh, schedule for today. Forgive me, forgive me. I know a terrible host, but uh, business is business, of course. And uh, uh, not th- at all,
0: fellow. What? Not what?
1: What? What can I do for you? You mentioned there was something well, I could uh, help with.
0: Yes, I mean, other than singing the praises of the great Taban here, I would actually like to talk to you with regards to a, a possible favor that you you uh, extended us uh, the, the other day um, it feels like months ago but you know if possible, would you be able to to ban stop cleaning yourself? It's quite rude in mixed company Percival Percival he's he's tabaxi it's what they do what's we fine. do? Uh, well, I've never met a tapaxi really before, so. Uh. I stopped. Oh, give it, give it, give it time.
1: They're a, are there are dime a penny every year. Uh, every one of them here. I do not I know, know what the what phrase. This, I do is. not know what this dime <laughs> a penny means.
4: Dime penny. <laughs>
1: A penny. Dino penny. <laughs> a dino penny. Yes. I butchered whatever phrase that was supposed to be. Um... <laughs> gold piece. You you'll see plenty of them here in, in, in Nianzaro. But you wish to uh yes. you wish to meet with the uh, merchant princes, did you say? That's correct,
0: yes. Well you offered us the opportunity as you, you were quite uh, a with them yourself. What 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 good fortune for you? I happen to be meeting two merchant
1: princes today, as a matter of fact. Ah, may I ask which? Well, the first one is the uh is the lovely the quite uh, voluptuous uh, young uh, merchant prince of food commerce here in the city, and ifan uh, later this evening has invited me for dinner. Both, I hope, are wishing to uh, purchase my uh, my guide to monsters. I see. Well, as
0: as luck would have it, uh, Velo, these are exactly the people that I need to see. Ah, oh, fascinating! What?
1: What strange twist of fate that must be. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Well, you will be more than welcome, Mr. Silverlight, to come as my honoured guest. Though, strictly speaking, of course, this is a uh, going to be, of course, a, a business meeting. I will endeavour to turn the business to your own business. But, uh, of course, I I am trying to, uh, of course, uh, you know, sell my own books. I, I know you must be uh, used to that yourself,
0: of course. Well, but, uh, yes, of, of course, let me... Uh let me assist you, Volo. Perhaps I could be your wingman. That would be most spectacular.
1: And to ban, if you would accompany us, that would certainly lend weight to my cause, having a the famous gladiators as a, a, a bouncer of sorts. Not that you're really protecting us, yes. of course.
2: There's no need. But uh, to have you there would would give an impression, you know? I'm happy to go, but finish food first, or...? Oh, of course,
0: please. <laughs> I've have, I have, I have only just started my breakfast myself. Okay. Um, now, Volo, now, uh, I, I realise that this, this may be too much. I'm not entirely certain, but uh, it's worth asking nonetheless. Uh, do you think that there may be some slots open for my companions? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean by that? What I mean is... Uh, is there, there do you any? mean in a meeting? In the meeting,
1: the, the, oh in the, the meeting Oh oh I see. I, oh, yes, I was yes, now, now I'm with you. It, it wasn't you <laughs> I,
2: I was trying to work out like slots open? What uh, hey it was, it was the wink it was the winking and finger guns that was the real problem with that. that yeah.
0: Yeah. now it's a bit already through me. Uh sorry. Uh Volo, are going to spit roast you, Volo. Don't worry. Jesus. Volo, uh That'll 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 be
4: cut. <laughs> no. <laughs> well. Well, possibly not. I
1: can <laughs> I can certainly uh ask Ivan whether or not he would be he would be willing for your companions to join us at dinner tonight. He is of course providing food for myself. Uh, taking two uh should certainly be okay, but it's worth mentioning to him that uh, perhaps he will be having more guests so he can prepare adequately for uh for the dinner. Indeed. For Querty, however, she doesn't like to be surprised, and in fact, I am literally going to that meeting right after this uh, this breakfast. Unless your friends are with you, we could we could perhaps see if they can accompany us. Maybe not with with us, perhaps, but they they could be in the room, perhaps.
4: Uh, where's he going to meet her?
0: You don't know. You're not with us. You don't know. You, you, you're, you're not there, Silicon. No,
4: I'm just wondering <laughs> that if, out, we're, if we're um, already down the bottom, that if, if they're going that way, they might bump into us anyway. but Just don't know if they're going that way.
0: Let me ask Volo, ghost of <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um
0: Volo, <laughs> something's just come to mind. Whereabouts is it that you're having this meeting?
1: Well, I'm meeting Kweithay at the uh, public bathhouse. It's uh, apparently a favourite of hers for
0: conducting <laughs> meetings. I'm sure and everything <laughs> will go brilliantly if I come in.
1: <laughs> however, however, a fan has invited me to dinner at his own
0: private villa. Ah, I see. Well, I, I can certainly see that, that that could be an issue. Perhaps if uh, if us two could go meet you with uh, Kweothay and then a little bit later with a fan, uh, would you be able to get in contact with them and we could perhaps arrange something? So maybe, maybe even uh, one or two others could come along. Of
1: course. Uh, Hold on one moment. I'll have one of my assistants uh, send a message to fan Is Ifan the one that
4: lives next door, but
1: one to Wakanga? Uh, KFA is next to Wakanga. Yeah. fan is the one across the road. That makes sense from where that one.
3: So this one. Yeah.
4: yeah.
3: I love the I love the fact the merchant princes all live in a gated community.
4: Yeah, it's a nice (laughs) part. They do. They do. They're
3: they're the
1: ruling class. They can do what they like. Uh, As uh, as Volo sort of uh, he, he. toddles off to go and uh, apparently let uh, one of his assistants send off a message uh, is there anything you guys want to talk about amongst yourselves while he's while he's gone well be- before just before he goes
2: off is this one question uh oh, yes I'm, yes taban how much you pay how how much i i pay you want to as bodyguard how much you pay Oh no! I, you you
1: misunderstand me, Taban. I I am not asking you to actually bodyguard me. Just to just to
2: give the impression that I that I am being bodyguarded. How much you pay for impression?
1: <laughs>
2: uh, uh, and
1: the fellow is clearly quite quite flustered.
0: Um, it's, uh, it's okay, have- chaps. Look, look. I understand that there may be a slight confusion over this, um, T'Pan? We uh Volo here is doing us a favor. Ah. So uh-huh. we we need to talk to the merchant princes and Volo is being incredibly generous with his time and his guest list. Ah. So uh no need for payment. Not okay. yet. That comes later, okay? I understand. I'm very good. sorry. Good kitty. I'm I'm glad
1: I am glad we could uh, good, good kitty. Uh, do you know what uh, never mind. Between you two. Um <laughs> do you know what? What happens at the giggling squid stays at the giggling squid. <laughs> not always. Uh, Volo seems uh, a, a little relieved, perhaps slightly indecently so, that uh, he's not having to pay for your services to Ban. But he, uh, he, makes, he makes a bow and graciously says, My apologies for the miscommunication to Ban, and he, he
0: heads on off. Is there anything you guys do want to say to each other while he is, he is absent? Basically, to Ban, look, if, if he gets stabbed, you don't have to jump in front of the knife.
2: I I knew this.
0: (laughs) I mean, if you were his bodyguard,
2: that might be expected. I knew I was not actually bodyguard. I just want to see if he paid. Well, that's fair enough. (laughs) Maybe I should try that next time. I've always found you don't get if you don't ask. Very true. Shall we go for a (laughs) drink? Let's have a drink. (laughs) After a few moments, uh, Volo
1: comes back and you will continue your meal and uh, over the course of the meal um volo goes over some of the adventures that percival has taken part in
2: two more airs two more airs
1: <laughs> including things like uh Salad and uh, what was the other one thing what was the blade one? um Andy, blade runner that was uh, sword that dancer. was sword dancer. yes sword dancer that was it yeah yes. Yes.
4: slardy wasn't and, uh, it slardy. Slardy. Yeah, slardy finders
1: yes. of the yes. lost box the boonies <laughs> um and as he as he's talking through this he um makes reference to van you pick up on that occasionally he pats percival's hand and uh, says and and again uh, your 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 late wife was uh, was 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 involved in some of these adventures man you you can pick up from this that uh, percival had some love a wife that has supposedly uh, has now passed away percival how would you react to those sort of those expressions of sympathy um, for uh, from Tholo he would uh,
0: he, he would essentially be like, well, uh, thank you very much. I, I do appreciate your thoughts. Obviously, that was a little while ago now. So, uh, yes, yes, things
1: have moved on. Uh, it's a it's a tragic thing, and I I'm very much glad to see that you are back in back in the swing of things. My dear Percival.
0: Yes, I mean, as, as you well know, it's been a few years, but um you know, we've got to back, get back in the saddle, some point, haven't you? Indeed, <laughs> we do. Indeed, we do. Isn't that right, Taban? Yes.
2: Percival, you you say you lose wife? Um. Y- yes.
0: Yes. Uh,
2: I I too lose wife.
0: I'm sorry to hear that, Taban. Uh, how long was this?
2: One day she get up. She. Leave and she don't come back. No idea where she is. Oh no, Taban Taban, That's not quite that's not
1: quite quite what he means. That's uh, that's slightly different. Probably living in a neighbour's house.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just locked Could be. I don't see her anymore. Um locked in a garage somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where she is. She leave, I understand. You lose wife.
0: I lose wife too. I, I, I don't know. It could be a little bit more permanent on my side, but that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> Passing that
1: over, uh, you finish the rest of your meal and Volo invites you to join him uh, as he heads out, uh, heading across the city back to the bathhouse. And with you guys making your journey back across the city, we will cut back now to the Dino Dens with Siliqui, Zibi and Rana and just before you get into that has there been
2: sound effects on the whole time and it's only just because i've only just gone on roll 20 that i can hear them
1: yes it's fine it's okay cool it's it's just been it's just been ambiance it doesn't matter
2: (laughs) i love it though it makes makes a real difference suddenly actually (laughs) (laughs) um wish i'd done that from the start (laughs) well you know for next time um
1: back at the dino dens um Zibi, Rana, and as you guys have sort of moved away from the training pen, from uh, the trainers that, Zibi, you have taken taken offence at for how they've justified the, the whipping of this creature. Where exactly are you guys going to be heading to now? Are you just kind of milling around? Are you
3: heading back to somewhere in particular? What, what's your plan right now? Uh, Z- Zibi's marching towards the nearest bar.
4: Zibi? Zibi, hold, hold on. Uh, Zibi.
1: Um... I'd like to forget that I saw this gift. that... Um, toby's just shared
4: just
5: why Ugh. i was i was just i was yeah, just trying God. to find a gif to represent a sentence that somebody said and that just popped up randomly and i was just like that is so unspeakable that it has to be shared so cool. i have to share it. because I, I don't nightmares <laughs> do on my own um i want to also thanks thanks for sharing toby company, so yeah enjoy that absolute <laughs> horror show uh, I'm just for any liars, um, do, So I'm going to go back yeah. to your faces because oh, that's, 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 that's less that's horrifying.
4: To the podcast, I have just put
5: a picture <laughs> of my mum up in Discord, and the response from everyone else <laughs> is extremely unfair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kill it with fire.
4: Why is head moving like that. Kill it with fire
5: before it lays eggs. Okay. Uh, anyway.
1: Back, back to the game. Back. <laughs>
5: I think. I mean, we've we have we have a little bit of time to kill. Um, so I think, um, Rana, yeah, we have, we have a bit of time to kill because it's still it's still fairly early in the morning, isn't it? Because we've gone straight there.
1: Yeah, it is still fairly early in the morning. It's, it'll be a little while until uh, until the afternoon.
5: Okay. Um, whereabouts in the city. Oh, well, we're up in the northern bit of the city, aren't we? Near the Dino Pens? Mm, no, the that is the that's the south south southeast. Oh, so yes I am sorry I'd, I'd zoomed out too much okay well who's, who's
4: pinging. pinging
5: this is where you are so, yeah uh,
4: sorry here
5: ah oh, down, down there the bottom yes I see but,
4: yeah so that's the gate to it and yeah, that's the Okay. Paint. Um.
5: Yeah. so I think I mean all we can really do is find a minute or is pub or something to wait because we've only got an, an hour or two and it's probably <laughs> it's probably there's no shops that are close enough I think because the souk's a fair walk away isn't it distance yeah it's a fair distance i'm not sure it's uh, i'm not sure it's worth the effort to do that so i think yeah we just have to kill time until we can go back later so just whatever I- um,
4: should we actually should we go and put um, polly back in her stable is it worth putting her away first and then um i wanted to show you where that that um place with the gold roof is um there are a few stalls around there but um it is at that- this
1: point yeah that while you are discussing this and trying to work out what you're going to do next, you feel a tap on your shoulder um zibby, and you turn and you see that the tabaxi trainer has come up to you and Ooh. has said uh, hi would um would it be all right if we uh if we talked somewhere mmm he says this to all of you. He doesn't oh, necessarily okay, right? say it straight to Zibby, but he he tap he tapped oh. he tapped Zibby's Zibby's shoulder.
3: Uh Zibby gives him a really hard stare. Uh, a bit like Paddington Bear would do. Um <laughs> <laughs> God dear. What? I, have, yeah. I understand that reference. <laughs> that what? <laughs> <laughs> it's withering. You need to watch both Paddington Bear movies, yes. they're awesome. No no it's just it's just a, a hard stare that's it it's not withering or anything like that it's just a hard stare and just makes people go <laughs> oh, okay deliberately doesn't look behind him to the uh, to the diner then said follow me but you're buying and heads towards the giggling squid
1: Okay, dokie you wander back to the giggling squid there's a little bit of awkwardness because of course this trainer is just kind of uh, not really initiating conversation with you guys he's following you to your favourite pub Siloquy, I'd like you to make a perception check for me, please.
4: Certainly. Uh... Dun, My dun, dun. As
1: well? Nope, it's just Siloquy.
4: Why can't I ever throw a good perception at the moment? Uh, six and... five.
1: Eleven. Okay. You make your way back to the giggling squid. Damn it! Um, and... <laughs> <gasps> you arrive. <right. laughs> I could be... I could just be fucking with you. Um... Uh, you make your way back to the giggling squid and uh, as you're going through you see the tabaxi is again he's not standing to his full height he's slightly hunched over um, but you can see he's quite got a sort of slim bill very very much the sort of uh, opposite of taban in terms of size but he is sort of dressed up in these uh, dressed up in some dressed you see up the, in uh, is the
4: after photo with taban on the weight loss like sites you know you've got the before and after is, is the
1: other to no. the after? Um, his, yeah. <laughs> no, no, not not quite that bad. It's not okay. anorexic, but he looks very much more as sort of like uh, lithe, sort of feline look um, <laughs> to him. Uh, and he seems to be hunching slightly as he follows you, trying almost to make himself look a little bit smaller. You're not entirely <laughs> sure if that is just because of the kind of disapproval that's coming off of Zibby or just that's how that's how he generally carries himself. <laughs> You get back to the giggling squid, you find stabling for Holly once again and you find somewhere to take some drinks uh, and uh, he buys you all a drink and sort of sips his a little nervously, not sure where to begin by the looks of things.
4: A taco, is that right? A taco? A taco. sorry. So, where? Uh, how can we help? Are you okay? It's not
1: necessarily help I'm after, I just want to, uh, well... What, uh, what you said there, and he gestures towards Zibi, what you said there is, I'm afraid, kind of true. And it's been bothering me for some time. Patience and I have helped Eliza for a fair amount of her racing years, and uh, she's just, she wants to win, win at races, you know. She bought this bone cruncher, this Allosaurus, hoping that it would uh, it would drum up interest in her be you know something flashy but she races it too hard I've always thought so part of the race is that you can get better results faster results from your ride if you if you lash them while you're racing but more often than not it can cause the animal to well rather angry with you and it's there that she loses her her edge and I guess I suppose what I want to say is that Yes, I'm sorry to the to the animal, I guess. I'm sorry. That's that's the impression you have of Eliza. I mean, she's she's a good rider and she's a good person. And uh, you know, as I say, she's won several races in the past, but uh is with Bone Cruncher uh,
4: But has she only ever won when she's been hitting?
1: Not not necessarily. She has won she has won in the past for several years. It's only in the past couple of months she's been having this this streak of, of not winning the Unchained Races.
4: Do you know what might have happened? Has she been hitting Bonecruncher too much? Has he lost respect for her? Is Why why the changes now? Well,
1: it's a mixture of things, I think. But the main thing, I think, is Big Honker. The same time that she unveiled Bonecruncher as the Allosaurus of the race, as her statement, her... Attraction-seeking ride for the Unchained events. Mm-hmm. Tyrik bought Big Honker, and well, Eliza's Eliza's competitive. And she she pushed Bone Cruncher as fast as uh, as fast as she could, and she
4: loses control. So she's threatened by uh, Big Honker.
1: Uh, perhaps certainly would be my interpretation of it. She certainly loses her focus uh when she's when she's racing nowadays and it's both me and patience have been worried about her performance but she's gotten better and she looks she looks to you zibi and she says she's she has gotten better you notice there she's barely whipping her at all now at last something seems to have to have clicked between them zibi looks at him again and goes so what's changed then uh, the connection made between a rider and their mount can't fathom it personally. Don't know. I could point to something specific that she's done. Maybe, maybe the feed she's given him. Perhaps, though she's not necessarily changed that exactly. Perhaps, perhaps Big Cruncher has finally accepted his role as her mount. Big Cruncher.
4: <laughs> Bone cruncher. Bone cruncher. Sorry. Cruncher. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wish, <laughs> wish you. You're not there. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
4: I uh, hear Percival's ghost in my hero now as well. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm watching you all. With with this um, tomorrow's race, do you think she is likely to win, or do you think um, she's likely to lose again to Big Honker? Mm,
1: The... I mean, the track record is against her. Big Honker's won every time against her so far. Terex just got that much more of a connection, but... I don't know. This week, I got a good feeling about it. Got a feeling this is this is her moment. She's really actually started to to improve on her times around the training ground this week. And you can roll insight. To, one of uh, so either two of you can roll insight, or one of you can roll it with advantage.
4: I've got plus five uh, on insight. What have you got?
1: Actually, no, uh, no, sod that. Each of you can roll your own insight because it's it's down to yourself. <laughs> yeah, you're not exactly helping each other work yeah. out what's going on.
4: Um, so
1: I've got 13. I've got 19. Rana, are you making one?
4: Rana's just thrown a percentile dice. <laughs> I, accidentally, <laughs> D
5: 100. I accidentally rolled a deep
4: 100.
5: <laughs> uh, so you, you've 100. got 47. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Um, I got a natural th- nat 20 plus 4, so 24. Nice. okay. So, uh, Natalia,
1: you're sort of... Uh, you're You're... As you're, as you're, silly, sorry. As you're, as you're watching, uh, as you're watching Ataru talk, you, you're trying, you're looking out for any potential deception on Ataru's part. But in general, as far as you can tell, he seems to be speaking honestly. You can't detect any potential falsehoods in there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Zibi and Rana, however, you, you're looking in his eyes. You know for a fact he's just that is his view. He essentially is of the belief that Eliza has somehow gotten a better connection with bone cruncher and you can see in his eyes that part of the reason he has come to say this to you is sort of by way of apology to sort of say to Zibby in particular you are correct that she has you know been handling him poorly in the past but that now she will be getting better
5: rana says um when is bone cruncher
1: fed bone cruncher is fed once every day when it's usually at the evening they they prefer to have their meal before going to sleep. They sort of digest in their in their sleep. What does bone cruncher eat? The usual fare that we give to any of our meat eaters depends on what is uh, immediately available. Most often it is a mixture of axe beak and uh, the occasional ankylosaurus cut from the uh, pastoral uh, pastoral pastures. That's the word I wanted.
5: Barna sort of looks looks thoughtful. And just doesn't say any more. Okay.
1: Zibi, are you going to say anything particular at this point? Because he's sort of, he's he's looking as if he's making some sort of apology and hoping you might accept it.
3: <laughs> um, Zibi's going to look at me go, for sake of curiosity, is there anything different in the routine for Bone Cruncher? Or is... Anybody new been hanging around with uh, Eliza and uh, Ivan?
1: He has a think about that. And no, I, I can think of I can think of nobody that has particularly been hanging out with her. And no change in their routine. Mm, I can't speak for Eliza's whole routine, but patience and I handle Bone Cruncher practically all day. And I can tell you for a fact there's been there's been no change to the way we've kept the creature. Who supplies the food? Who supplies the food? Ifan does. It is Ifan's creatures that are slaughtered for the meat markets and therefore Ifan is the one that puts up the meat for the consumption of the races. The races independently buy the dinosaurs from them. They of course buy it from Ifan, but uh, that comes as part of the fees of owning one of his racing
3: dinosaurs. So I'm guessing then he's not personally involved in supplying the food for the dinosaurs, but...
1: <laughs> oh, oh God, no. If Anne doesn't do any of the work, he he pays us. He's the merchant prince of this particular trade, but he does none of the work no, himself. No, no,
3: you, mis- you, mis- you misunderstand. I, I, understand, I understand entirely that he wouldn't be involved in the the physical manual labor of providing the food for the dinosaurs of course not he's an old man but is he closely involved in what is fed to bone cruncher does he have a vested interest
1: not especially i mean he is eliza's backer as a as a as a racer but he doesn't have in in that regard Yes. And you can see he's he's actually looking a little confused at the at the question because <laughs> he's the one that owns the dinosaurs and the food source for that dinosaur. So yes he is, and yes he is invested, but not overly so.
5: Rana sort of um under the tables just sort of um sort of just sort of taps Zibby's sort of leg slightly. Zibby, you feel a tap on your leg. <laughs> <laughs> Roll perception <laughs> it's
3: a bloody cats again,
5: roll constitution to see if you're wounded. Um, <laughs> Rana is surprisingly strong. Um,
3: <laughs> your, leg, um your leg falls off.
5: <laughs> um, oh, just as I just sort of reduce the, the threat the player conversation, and Rana says, Um, I don't think there is more information to be had here, but perhaps we can find out more later and sort of attempts to smile <laughs> but sort of you know it's a bit it's a bit bit of a wooden smile because ronald doesn't really do subtle but he's trying bless
3: him sees <laughs> what you're trying to do with your face and realizes that that's your look at me i'm a friendly person um look looks at otaku and just says hey don't don't mind me i'm just still a wee bit annoyed about the state of that animal i appreciate you coming and and talking to us about it i i really do don't mistake me at all but yeah i'm just a a, a wee bit cross if you follow
1: Otagu stands up and says to you that's quite all right i i appreciate you listening and hearing me out it's it's good to get off my chest you know but like i say i've got a good feeling about this week so <laughs> i suppose uh it's my duty to say uh He's a bet on uh, Eliza if you want to win tomorrow. He smiles and heads on out, unless you have anything else you wish to call him back to quickly say.
3: No. Nope. When nope. he's
5: gone, mm-hmm. Rana says, um, I cannot do so now. I will need to rest this evening and gather my thoughts, he says. But um, I noticed when I watched her act with the beast with Big Cruncher, um, bone crunch. Bone crunch. <laughs> <cruncher. laughs> Hardly matters, but yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that the bond between them was barely there, yet the beast ran perfectly, as though in a daze. I think perhaps something has been done to it. But they said that magic is tested for. Yes? Okay. Uh, magic may be tested for, but perhaps poison is not. There are herbs, there are poisons, which will dull the mind, which will change how one sees or thinks. Tomorrow morning, I will be able to check if the meat is poisoned or tainted, but in order to do so, we would need to acquire some of the
4: meat. Can I check as well? Firstly, I don't want anything to be too dangerous for you, your honor. I don't want to make you sick and, and really, really poorly. Uh, but secondly, I know this is going to sound really weird. As um, Bone Crunch has been the last one in the paddock that's been trained, could you take a sample of Bone Crunch's poo? I'm wondering <laughs> if we could find out from the poo um, if there's been any poison <laughs> or anything like that, if we could take it to somebody, <laughs> if they would know. Uh,
1: Natalia, I'm just gonna. I'm just going to cut in here have you seen the last whisper i sent you no (laughs) i just went maybe maybe have a quick maybe have maybe have a quick read of that told you the whole backstory (laughs)
2: and plot it's all there
4: yeah um well yeah but no i mean someone like jessamine she specializes in in poisons would she not be able to find out if there's poison in the poop or or would I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I I'll mean, just,
5: you know. CSI pharaoh. The point that I was going, the point that Rana was saying is that Rana literally has a spell that he can do that is literally, it is, wait, hold on it's one, it is uh, detect poison and disease. Mm-hmm. It's literally for the duration you can sense the presence and location of poisons, poisonous creatures, and diseases within 30 feet of you. Mm-hmm. You can also identify the kind of poison, poisonous creature, or disease. So you literally, it penetrates barriers and it's an AoE. Everything, you detect anything that is poisonous or contains poison within 30 feet. Mm -hmm. So potentially, in fact, now that I've just read the description in full, potentially it could be cast in the presence of the dinosaur. If a dinosaur is poisoned, Mm. according to my reading (laughs) of the spell, it would detect whether or not it's poisoned. I suspect (laughs) that the DM might not interpret the spell in accordance with that once it's been ingested but that's a dm call
1: yeah no that's fair enough all i can say to that is that you can certainly try
4: (laughs) (laughs) oh no no. well i i think it's gonna be like that is it just in case you can't get any of the food tomorrow that the um bone is it may be that something slipped into their food once it is about to go to Bone Cruncher. If Rana for some reason can't get a sample of Bone Cruncher's food, it's worth having a bit of poo as well because surely that same that same <laughs> spell would also detect whether there's poison or magic or whatever in that pool. Or disease in the pool. Get the poo. It goes in this end, it still the comes out the other in end. The poo.
3: <laughs> if we find out that we Bone Cruncher has been poisoned, um I do have a spell um that can remove the effects of poison <laughs> that's fun lesser restoration is wonderful <laughs> <laughs> okay so over at the public bathhouse,
1: um taban and percival you guys have followed volo down through the city once again volo is as you go down he's sort of he's pointing out a few different sites that you can see around the around the city it's Kind of pointless, you realize, because, man, you know the city well enough that you know most of the buildings that are there. Percival the buildings that he points out are buildings that you are already aware of. So things like he points out, ah, oh, there's the Colosseum and there's the, uh, this is the Grand Souk. And, uh, here is the, uh, of course, Melar's throat one of the ways into the jungle. And, of course, the Golden Hall atop its mighty hill. Um, you make your way down. To the public bathhouse, and uh, you enter, and it's this gorgeous place. Taban, you have hmm, what's your what's your opinion on baths,
2: to ban? <laughs> oh, he's a
4: cat, isn't he?
2: Ooh, I am, I am okay. <laughs> I am okay with baths. You're okay I with like baths. to. I like to have a little sit in the water. I'm not like many. I like mm. to be clean. Okay,
1: so uh, for you as well, then you are also uh, familiar with this bathhouse. It is a uh, a public bathhouse, as I say for. Uh, the residents of Portney and Zara, most of the uh, merchant ward, for instance, use this uh, this public bathhouse. The uh, reception area is set up. You have the attendants there that are toga-clad uh, individuals that sort of look to you and say, well, good morning, three of you, excellent. Uh, if you would like to make any donations to the upkeep of the public bathhouse, there is to one side, you are, you are shown that there is this quite large uh, clamshell that has a number of different types of gold and silver and copper pieces in it you can put in as much as you feel like you can pay or would like to pay to the upkeep. There's no standard fee. However, the receptionist does let you know uh, that masseuses are available for... Hold on. Are available today for the price of four gold pieces today. I take two. You take two? Yes. Yes. As in, you take two masseuses? Yes, please. Uh, a man after my own heart. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. The assistant offers you a little tab, and he says to you, uh, "Male or female?" Yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely
0: yeah. a man after my own heart.
1: Ah, one of one of each, I see. Of course, I'll put you down for. Okay, so you have those. So, sir, uh, room eight for you when you are when you are available. And uh, uh, is drinks available too? Volo waves off uh, the masseuse, saying that he is there purely for business. Uh, uh, Percival, are you going to? Um,
0: are you going to take? Uh, no, uh, no. Uh, although, you're not going to partake of the masseuses. No, I'm not going to partake. Of them. Uh, you need me. Uh, I mean, you could join us if you want to. That I think that there might be some kind of tables nearby. Okay. Keep an eye out. Tables
1: follow uh, interjects here. Oh no no! they conducts her business in the bath. You're oh, trying enough. to sit
4: naked against the table rather than in the bath. <laughs> be quite weird to just sit there naked at a table in a uh, bar oh, no, herself. massage
0: <laughs> tables no <laughs> massage tables no not like a, a bar we're having
4: a meeting oh, something but no. like, <laughs> the bar naked
1: yeah. this is one of quayfe's uh little quirks is uh, she's she always says you can't trust a
2: businessman if you cannot see everything okay then massage <laughs> wait, i go with percival to take care of business first okay. no problem You are led
1: through the changing areas and you are asked to take off your clothes and there is a locker system so that you can retrieve them again afterwards. You head through the other room and you enter the main hall, the sort of main uh, bathing area and there are these sort of six great big bathing pools and you can see at the far end one of them is particularly empty except for one woman and Volo heads straight over towards her. About the bathing halls, there are a couple other people, but the two baths at the end where Querthay has sat are completely empty, and you can see there's a couple of guards standing there that are not naked. They are in full dress-up, just in case, clearly, sort of standing there. You can see as you're walking past them, they are sweltering in their armor. They stand there resolute to protect the Merchant Prince, in case. Vola comes over and he says, My dear Querthay, it's so, so, so... It's so delightful for you to uh, to meet me. I hope I hope you do not mind. Uh, but I've brought uh, two of my um, well, two 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 guests with me here. This is Percival Silverlight, the famous author, and uh, Taban here, the incredible uh, champion of the Gladiatorium, the Colosseum here. I am champion. Wera <laughs> looks up at you, and she is she is this quite stunning Cholton woman with this sort of large mane of dark black hair and she sort of looks coolly at you she's sort of leaning back both arms resting on the wall behind her she sits there and through the smoke you can see she's she's very she's very calm and very very sure of herself um as she sits there and looks at you and says hello i did not realize you would be bringing company but all the same they are friends of yours do join us. And she gestures to the seats. So it's like, like a jacuzzi in that you have the sort of seats around the outside edges um, mm-hmm. of the pool. Um, and she gestures for you to sit beside her. Uh, Percival and Taban, can you both roll me a perception check, please, as you get into the bath? Dun, 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 dun. <sighs> Twelve. Twelve. okay. dokie. Uh, uh, yeah, ten. <laughs> <laughs> ten. Okay, Percival. She's hot. She is incredibly <laughs> yeah. hot. Um, not just from the heat of the pool, but she is even through the water. You can tell she is a stunningly attractive young lady. Have I seen her before in the baths? No, you haven't. This okay. is not a woman you have met before. Any of you have met before uh, up to this point? Okay. And you can sort of see as you as you sit in the bath, look at her. You see she is actually man spreading on the seats. It's clearly like a sign of just the complete relaxed and uh calm that she mm-hmm. has and you you just you are just you're practically breathless with how gorgeous this woman is to ban what you notice in addition to uh there's a, a little bit odd is that for one thing you with your fur you've come in here and you are immediately you can feel the heat like it, it is it's starting to get into you and you know you start to you feel that sweat starting to come down and uh as you sit down and you're looking towards Guéthé, what you notice about her is that, well yes, she is a very beautiful woman, she doesn't appear to be sweating at all. The only actual moisture on her is that moisture that comes from the water she is sitting in. She herself seems perfectly cool and
2: relaxed, which strikes you as peculiar as you sort of sit down and, and sit across from her. As I lower myself in, I go into the middle first and dunk myself completely under and then come back up. Uh, Pushing push all the water out of my hair before I shake it off a little bit and then sit down.
4: <laughs> hair <spiking> she, uh,
1: <laughs> she smiles slightly at you as you as you do that and says, "The water is gorgeous, perfectly temperatured. It's good to see someone enjoy these baths as much as I do." It's very warm. Tell me, Ban, did you sneak a peek while you were down there, or <laughs> you just that, uh, that was a that was an innocent just uh, rolling
2: investigation, just washing yourself. It's, uh... What can I say when you are presented so with a vision and you take in all of that you can. <laughs> okay. Not judge me. I am but a very simple man with simple needs.
1: Que doesn't adjust her position at all, so seems perfectly relaxed regardless of what your intentions were with that. As you take your seats, Volo immediately launches into a little clearly prepared speech. Well, Prepared as much as Volo prepares uh, for speaking. Two ales, please. <laughs> not quite that kind of uh, quite kind of place. Somebody does come along, but they is with a with a
2: drink of water, no ale. Ah. Oh, there's noses. Because you don't know, a special hand gesture. <laughs> sitting in water. Why would I? Why would I drink water if I'm
1: sitting? In water? Do you want to drink it's your stupid. bath water? Do you know what's in jacuzzis, man. I would not drink jacuzzi water. Um, Anyway. Take water where I can get it. <laughs> Good point. Would you sit there and just like drink it with the, with the tongue thing? Just like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, Volo, as I say, starts selling his book essentially. And uh, uh, between the sort of bit of haggling that goes on and the sort of exaggeration that seems to come from Volo, the two of you gather that uh, this is, to be honest, quite mundane, quite boring stuff initially. Because Volo is just focused on trying to sell his books. He seems to be looking to the Merchant Princes to buy some of his stock to sell themselves in Portney and Zaro. I'd like you both to roll an insight check, please. Ooh, okay. Uh, 17. 17? 14. 14. As as the talk goes on, you are both uh, quite capable of recognising that Kwerthei does not seem particularly interested in uh, buying Volo's book. She is a merchant prince of consumable goods, of food, right. of um, raw materials, rather than potentially actual literature. And while she uh, jokes occasionally that she thinks perhaps Wakanga would be interested in his work, she she herself has no interest.
0: I, I would like to say that every now and again, I, I, I Percival will be like, you know, he's, he's writing you second to none and things like that. You know, it's, it's just kind of being the uh, being the wingman that he did actually promise Volo that he would try to be. All right. Okay. Uh, roll me a persuasion, please.
1: Taban, are you joining in with us in particular or are you just sort of sitting there I'm, I'm uh, entertaining
2: not, yourself? Frankly, frankly, I don't think Taban is paying too much attention to what's going on. He's just sort of sat there enjoying the, wa- the water that he sat in, a bit miffed that he can't get an ale.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and just almost almost as if, right, I'm here, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, they'll call on me if they need me type thing. He's not paying yeah. too much time to it.
0: So, of course. Uh, Greg, Mr. Yes. Mr uh, DM, um, as per our discussion that we did have, the mm-hmm. next time that I changed over like uh, to my next level, mm-hmm. I I have changed my proficiency from intimidation to persuasion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Is that cool? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Cool. Right. So I actually get a plus four on this now.
4: hmm <laughs> Did you get... What did you get? Natural one. Seven total. I you've
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
4: gearing up. Oh, you really, yeah. you really <laughs> set yourself up
1: for that one, John. I did. I really did.
4: It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Oh, yeah. Quere they
1: she smiles
0: at you I've probably not given it much.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, she, she smiles at the attempt and she sort of, she smiles in that way that sort of says, I can see what you're doing. I understand. (laughs) I understand. You're trying to, trying to help him here, but she politely declines to buy any of Volo's books. And as the haggling sort of winds down and Volo, Volo seems he's, he's a a little miffed, but he seems, you know, generally to just be, okay, fair enough. That's your boundaries.
0: Not to worry, Volo, we've, we've gotten in with Wakanga as well, so perhaps we can help with that.
1: Indeed, you do. And, uh, well, if you, if you are uh, disinclined to acquiesce to my request, I instead pass over to Mr. Silverlight here, who has, pardon me, my lady, another proposition for your attention. Volo, almost literally sort of passes to you and lets you speak as Kweathe turns towards you.
0: My dear Prince Quirthay, I am honoured to be in your presence, as is my friend here, Taban. Isn't that right, Taban? Yes. <laughs> there you go. Indeed. Now, I have a uh, a request for you, if, if you will. Um, I am sure that you're aware that in the next couple of days there is to be a meeting set up by Lyric Dashlin. Regarding the uh, the order of the gauntlet and potentially helping them. Oh, I see. So
1: you're one of the, if my sources tell me correctly, defenders
0: of the throat. Indeed. The fishermen's <laughs> friends, I believe. <laughs> we, have, we have been known by that and many other names. Working title, yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> it may change. Quite a breath of fresh air. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the lockets the uh <laughs> the
4: tunes <laughs> yeah. yes i
0: soothers.
1: i am aware I am aware of this uh this meeting and of the order's supposed plight, and is that why you have come here why volo's
0: brought you along partly my dear um now I did request volo he he was uh, kind enough to offer his assistance with regards to this as he is a dear friend <laughs> I given I only met him the other day. Um, <laughs> Follows there just, like, nodding
1: enthusiastically. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, totally. The thing is, Kweothay, is that we have been into the jungles of Chut already. For, overall, our, our intention is to seek out and perhaps destroy the death curse. He pauses for dramatic
1: effect. <laughs> Kweothay looks at you and just just... Blinks slowly, not in a way of sort of reacting to what you said, and then there's okay. an odd moment. She half turns her head and whispers something. And what's odd is that you don't see who she whispered to. And she turns back to you again. Could I hear it? No, she whispered, and she's across the room from you. You don't catch okay. what uh, what was said. You you just notice that as it as it sort of happens. You see it, but you don't really understand what just happened because. Okay. As far as you could tell, she just turned her head, whispered something, and turned back again. But she doesn't say anything else to you directly.
0: Okay. Now, as you may know, uh, there have been several other expeditions out to the jungle already. Unfortunately, they have all failed. And me and my companions are now charged with trying to find this... uh, so-called death curse in- initially it didn't seem like there was any strong indication that it was indeed in chult as i'm sure you've heard the rumors and an awful lot of rumors suggesting it isn't
1: indeed it is something of a surprise to hear you say with such certainty that
0: it is here i'm sure you're aware of grandfather's Zatembe and the Templar savras and that old man Indeed I am. Are, are you not convinced of his abilities in scrying? Of course I'm
1: convinced of his abilities. He's simply part of the old
0: Courtney and Zaro. I see. Outdated. Perhaps that's a conversation to continue momentarily. Nonetheless, we did partake in a, uh, a mass vision Wild of trip. the... <laughs> a wild banging trip (laughs) we all got out of our gourd and found ourselves flying across the jungle (laughs) I'm sorry I must interject here what is it that you want Mr Silverlight well two parts really me and my associates are to try and find this death curse which we do now have confirmation is in Chult. Which is part the first. We need help. Part the second is indeed... The Order of the gauntlets and the assistance that they require. For we did come across Camp Vengeance whilst out in the jungles, and they are in... A sorry state, let me tell you.
1: And what exactly can I do to aid the Order,
0: or yourself? Well... Uh, let me just remind myself that she does do medicine and things like that, doesn't she?
4: Queer food. Uh, she clothes, does she?
0: have she, it is yeah, it is food, it is insect
1: repellent, it uh-huh. is Tedge. things like uh yeah, beer supplies, beer. And yes, so okay. there would be a certain amount of medical supplies that she could provide with that. She yes, is generally yep.
0: in charge of material goods. Yes, yes, this is this is what I thought. Um mm. Okay, well, well, my dear Kwayothe, the uh, unfortunately the Order of the Gauntlet have been quite ill-prepared. They wish to set up some form of, of supply chain to them, and I can tell you from first-hand experience that they desperately need insect repellent and perhaps clean water and food. We've assisted them as well as we can, but as a small group of people, there's only been so much we can do. Obviously, with people such as yourself on side, they might actually be able to make a dent in the zombie population currently overrunning, Chult.
1: Well, if the Order of the Gauntlet are in need of my supplies, there is, of course, nothing stopping them from buying my goods.
0: This is very true, although I believe they are running very low on funds, and perhaps they require some kind of good favour in their stead I believe us as a as a team the heroes of the throat I know you've heard of us we are indeed looking to help out with this maybe we could do you a favour you could do me a favour
1: in return for selling my goods at a lower price possibly
4: Hmm.
1: an intriguing proposition and yet what favour and here she sort of she the first time she leans forward brings down her arms so that they rest on her knees and she leans forward to you uh, delicately (laughs) pressing her arms closer together what could you
0: do for me
4: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) hmm
0: well as as I'm sure you're aware we are ...rather adept at sword and... Pork sword. Sorcery. (laughs) Pork sword and no. Uh, And uh, we we have already managed to uh, save various people at the throat... ...if there is something that we could assist with with regards to uh, protection... ...or maybe retrieving something you've lost. Um,
2: I am also a very accomplished lover... (laughs)
0: Taban <laughs> here is is a man of many talents and lives champion.
1: Where looks towards <laughs> looks towards you and uh, and she she sort of she considers you for a moment and then smiles and says, "I oh, will take that under advisement, Ban. Mm. Mm. I have certainly seen you fight. Now you should see me wrestle."
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who says you'd win? <laughs> I'm very confident that I wouldn't mind
4: losing. Is it getting hotter in here? For me?
2: Yes, not for
4: her so much. <laughs> is Percival again sat between two people flirting and getting all
1: Yes, yes. He is <laughs> oh. <Yes>, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well actually oh, actually I think I think
2: Volo's sat in the way of a three way flirt at the minute. Um <laughs> I think I think certain people in here can perhaps handle the heat better than others. My dear
1: Taban, you shall find out how well you handle the heat in due time, I'm sure. Uh. She smiles. And with your insight, Taban, you do detect that there is the ever so slight hint of menace in there as well not sure if it's a good kind of menace or a bad kind of menace but there's there's a certain element I'm into it Taban's into it man (laughs) Taban is so into it (laughs) she leans back again and 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 sort of considers the pair of you and says there is perhaps a favour that you could help me with but I would need to have the fisherman's friends (laughs) trust and help
4: with (laughs) we do need to have another fight so we can get a new name
1: (laughs) it's very true Volo, my dear, she looks to him and says I am terribly sorry to refuse your offer but I think it is time you headed off I need to speak to Mr. Silverlight and to ban here alone Verlo uh, takes a moment takes it a, takes a bit on the chin but he, <laughs> he recognises that the merchant prince has, uh, has a higher position so he, he steps on out and uh, he makes his farewells and says to you both that he will be waiting for you to conduct your business with BFA and that he might uh, he might well go and make use of one of the masseuses uh, after <laughs> all
0: have one on me Volo <laughs>